Okay, Google, play the Sideline Hustle podcast. Sure, the Sideline Hustle football podcast. Here's where you left off. What's going on, everybody? This is your host, Drew Lieberman. I'm slow packing. <laughs> Our days here numbered. Even the way we've come up in the world, think about it. We've created the website ourselves. We've made this podcast ourselves. Like everything's been done just by us hustling. And you are now listening to the Sideline Hustle Podcast. We talk about doing this show. Yeah, we, we laugh and we joke and we complain about how hard we work. But if we didn't love to coach, we wouldn't be doing it. I want the good guys in. Get them out of there. I want the good guys in. To me, I think we're broadcasting the day-to-day life of what college football is. From the sidelines, we gotta hustle cause we gotta eat. From the sidelines, we got some goals that we still gotta reach. What up, what up? This is Coach Liebs bringing you episode five of Coach Talk. Uh, Last episode of the week. Today's Friday, September 14th. It's game day for us at Don Bosco. Uh, We're playing at 7 p.m. tonight at West Orange High School. And the, the theme of the week really had for, you know, kind of started by our head coach, Mike Teal, and carried forth through, through the rest of the coaches. I think the players are buying in is is like, you know, we don't even need to worry going forward about who our opponent is. Don't play down to your opponent. Don't think you have to play up to your opponent. Like we're competing against ourselves. And right now, the focus for this week is to execute at a high level. Like we're, we're competing against ourselves to go out and have a perfect drive every single time on offense to force a three and out every single time on defense. And it doesn't matter if we're playing, you know, a peewee football team or the New York Giants. I think it was a line I heard in, in practice at some point this week. And and that, that's real. You know, I mean, I think like, as wide receivers, we feel pretty good with the progress we've made. We feel pretty good with with our performances. We certainly didn't play our, our best game last week when we lost. But like, you know, we've we've been getting better. And now for us to really feel good going through the rest of the season and to take that next step and, and to look at ourselves and say, yes, this is a state championship football team, uh, I, I think we need to go out there and execute near perfectly this 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 tonight. Um, and, and I think that's the most important thing. It is not about who we're playing. It don't matter what the score is. What matters is competing against ourselves to get the most out of each drive, to execute every play perfectly, and, and then you know assess where we're at a- after the game. So So that's the goal. Um, you know, we expect to play well tonight. We feel good about the game plan. We feel good about, you know, what we're going to get from them. Uh, and now it's just on us to go out there and perform. I think, you know, kind of like I've been updating you guys, I feel really good about the competitiveness and the energy all week in practice. I feel good about our focus all week. You know, as receivers, we stayed after practice every single day this week to get extra work in. And, you know, from my experience, that, that stuff pays off. Whether, whether you know how it's going to pay off, I think that the football gods reward you when you go above and beyond in your efforts and in your preparation. And that's how, you know, the ball bounces your way. That's how you get some of those lucky breaks because, you know, when it comes down to it, you've prepared yourself more than the opponent to to take advantage of those situations. And I don't think it's an exact science, um, but I definitely do think that the way you prepare, the way you practice always ends up showing up on game day. And I did not feel great about it last week. And that showed up on game day. And I do feel great about it this week, about the way we've prepared. And I expect that to, to be reflective tonight. So I couldn't be more excited for this game. Uh, I think we're going to put a lot of pressure on the receivers to make plays in the pass game tonight, which is obviously how we always want it. Um, and, and I hope that when our numbers call, we go up and make the plays and we execute. So, you know, that's been the goal. Um, 
on some kind of Q&A notes, question and answer notes. I got a, got a few questions uh, through the DMs the last few days. First thing I want to address is, uh, you know, if you're if you are a coach, I had someone talking to me about uh, how, you know, they're struggling to get their kids to buy in uh, to what he's teaching. And he goes, you know, I feel good about the details that I teach. I feel good about the technique and the footwork. But, you know, I just can't. These high school kids just won't buy in. And that really rubbed me the wrong way because at no point as a coach are you in position to put any sort of blame on the kids. Uh, at no point, you know, it's never it's never the kids' fault. It's, it's your job to relate to the players, find ways to connect to them, find ways to motivate them, not the other way around, ever. So if... if if you feel like the kids aren't buying in or the kids don't understand why this technique is important, it's not their fault. It's not this generation of kids. And I don't want to hear any of that. We, I believe this generation of kids is different because coaches have uh, treat kids differently. They they buy into the fact that kids are softer and kids need are more privileged and all, all this stuff. Like, yes, there's, there's obviously a difference in the way kids are being raised, but I think that you can push kids just as hard as you did before. You just got to find different ways to do it. It might not be the get on the line and run a hundred gassers punishment that worked in 1960, but there's still ways to push these kids past their limits. There's still ways to relate to the kids. Like what I told him, I was like, you know, if you feel like you're not relating to the kids, start a Snapchat group with them and, and, and spend more time talking to them off the field. You know, fine. You know, I have, I have an Instagram group with the kids where they, we, we send each other football clips of, of highlights and, and wide receiver stuff just to, to always be engaged, but it doesn't have to be this archaic, you know, form of communication and this archaic form of motivation that, you know, your mentor did in 1992, like times are different, but I don't think that the nature of, of kids are different. I think that they still want to be pushed. I think whether, no matter how much resistance you get from a kid, every kid wants to be held accountable. Every kid wants to be pushed. When a kid makes a mistake, he wants to be punished for it because the, like, the kids aren't stupid. They know that when they screw up, there should be consequences. And then when there aren't consequences, that's what's confusing. And I've been in a program where there weren't a lot of confidence, certainly not this program, but I've been in a program where there weren't a lot of consequences for kids when they would make mistakes. Everything was just okay. Everything was, oh no, it's all right, just try better next time. That confuses the hell out of kids because they know they came from a high school program where, you know, any little mistake you were on the line running or, or, you know, a lot of high school coaches are harder on kids now than college coaches because, you know, college coaches are getting paid more money. They're more worried about keeping their job and they want everyone to like them. And I think that, you know, when there's not accountability, that's confusing to kids because they're like, hold on. If this isn't wrong, then what is wrong? Like, where should my values be? Where should my focus be? Uh, you know, if, if I can show up late to a meeting and, and no one says anything, then, then what's really important around here? Like, what does matter? And, and in the end, if you let that go on, nothing ends up mattering and, and there is no accountability. And I think, I think no matter how much resistance or attitude you get from a kid, I truly believe that every kid that has a desire to be great wants to be held accountable, wants to be pushed, wants to be punished when he deserves it. And you just got to find different ways to do it in a way that, that fits the mold of that kid or fits the mold of your group. And I think it's something that, you know, I've learned from some great coaches and I've been blessed enough to, to implement well. I think I've been good at holding my group of kids accountable my entire coaching career and finding ways to relate to them. I mean, I think that my, my biggest strength as a coach, in, in my opinion, is, is the ability to build a family within you know our group and and you know the two years at Wesleyan this year at Bosco like these kids are so close and love each other so much and we have so much mutual respect for each other because I tell them when they're wrong I push the hell out of them every single day 
but then they respond the right way and do their best to to meet those expectations. And there's a lot of mutual love when that happens. And then when you start to see improvement, you start to feel your game improving. You start to feel yourself becoming tougher. That becomes an addicting feeling, and it's something you want over and over. And then you you almost want to be yelled at because you you start to appreciate that when you're being yelled at, when you're being pushed. That is the process that's making you better, even though it's uncomfortable at the time. That is what is going to unlock greatness in you. And, you know, I just I just think loving your players, there's nothing more important than loving your players, nothing more important than relating to your players. The old coaching adage that players don't care how much you know until they know how much you care, you know, as corny as some people think it might be, there's nothing, there's nothing truer. Um, anyway, second question uh, I got from my, my man, Jaquan, uh, a, a kid I trained this summer. He messaged me on Instagram and said, coach, any advice on keeping confidence in your ability? And, you know, this is an interesting question because I'm sure a lot of kids uh, have this problem. And basically my first gut reaction to him was, listen, bro, there's only there's only two choices. Like there's really only two choices. Like what's the other option besides not keeping confidence? Either either you're going to remain confident and have faith in the fact that if you work harder and work harder at your craft and continue to to put in extra time and continue to improve yourself, you have to have faith that you're good enough and that your ability eventually will shine and will result in, in great play. Uh, what's the other option? The other option is just, to, in my mind, to quit. Like, you're not going to go out in the football field every day just thinking you suck. Like, that's no way to live. So if, if quitting is not an option, then the only real response you can have is to work harder and have faith that that work will pay off. And this kid in particular is an unbelievable athlete, has a ton of raw talent, just hasn't been coached a ton and needs to continue to improve his craft and needs to continue to, to catch. If you've caught 200 balls yesterday, catch 300 today. If you ran 15 routes after practice yesterday, run 20 today and do that over and over and over. And I think in that process, consistency is really the key. I think a lot of people will, you know, put in four days of work and then, you know, not have the results they want on a Friday and be like, oh, that wasn't worth it. And that it's not four days ain't going to do it. It's 35 days of work. It's it's 400 days of work. It's every day of your life. If you really want to be great and football is what you love, it's committing yourself to improving your game and improving yourself every single day and have faith that that process will pay off because what's the other option? Like, I don't know. I don't know how I don't I have no idea what else to tell you. If if that's not a good response, I don't know where else you go to me. Then then football is not the sport for you. If you're not willing to grind and go through the ups and downs and, and be willing to, to to be, you know, at a lower point and build yourself up. But similar to what I was just talking about in that process of building yourself up and pushing yourself harder. That's where greatness is unlocked. And it sounds to me. Jaquan, that you just you just got to push yourself harder than you think you are, and that will breed confidence. And and when you know you've put in the work, there's there's no reason to doubt yourself. So just keep working and, and push yourself even harder than you than you've been. Anyway, that's all I've got. Episode five of Coach Talk. Appreciate everyone who's been DMing me, emailing me, texting me, showing love. A lot of really positive responses about this. So I'm excited to bring it again all five days next week. Hopefully we can get a win today and, and go into the weekend on a high note. Peace. Brother, let me get this thing straight Can't just be another random rapper with a mixtape I just went and put another beat inside a pine box I just went and took another trip way out to Biscay I love Miami cause they always treat me so well They used to see me nowhere I used to pull them by saying I run for the team Now they running their hands through my head yeah, They used to never want to see my town I, I, I got them coming to the east side now In the city where I reside now When they move a little weight, let the D-line Now, run a track or I'll run it back Gotta keep it moving, never running back. Never. We running the game and they running laps. That's another story for another track. See, from the sidelines, we gotta hustle, cause we gotta eat. 
from the sidelines. We got some goals that we still gotta reach. Yeah. Reach. Yeah. Stop. Stop.